Welcome to episode 15 of the Bonfire Babes podcast. I am Claire. This is Felicity. And today's episode is about tuning into your body and um, all that goes on with that. (laughs) We're talking about diet and um, water, wellness, Mm -hmm. um, just everything that kind of helps you tune into your body and why that matters. Yeah. And I had a really crazy experience. Claire basically just uh, changed my life. (laughs) Um, So I sometimes wake up really early to um, for work. Um, This morning I worked from 5 a.m. until 8, and I was fine while I was working. But then as soon as that ended, I just got so tired. And I tried to lay down and take a nap, but it was too early in the morning, and I was feeling just really grumpy. You were in a funk. I was in a funk. My my brain was feeling really cloudy, and I was like, okay, I need coffee. That's the answer. So I was out of coffee at the house, which is a sin. So I (laughs) um, was like, okay, I'm going to go to the local coffee up at at the top of the street. So I, you know... I'm late for going and meeting up with Claire, and so then I get to, um, I decided to go to the Starbucks. The line is out of control. It's a to- total mayhem in this Starbucks. Nothing is going right. There's, like, lots of people behind the counter, but nothing's being made. <laughs> um, I see an old friend from um, middle school, and I, like, get her mixed up with her sister and then ask her how her son is, but she has a daughter. Like, the thing, <laughs> it just, I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm just, like, apologizing for being in such a, like, horror. I was like, I felt like a caveman. Like, I wasn't, nothing that was coming out of my mouth made any sense. I showed up at Claire's house and was like, I don't know how this episode is going to go because I am in a funk. And... So then, Claire had a solution. Well, and then I was like, how are you feeling right now? And you were like, my head kind of hurts. I don't feel focused. I'm a, a little grouchy. And I was like, let's get some essential oils. <laughs> and I pulled out peppermint, and yeah. I, I told you to smell it, put it in your hair, in your head, um, which helps with focus and attention and headaches. It definitely yeah. helps with headaches and just kind of like bringing that focus in. And um, and then after I gave you wild or- one drop of wild orange to do the same thing, and that helps brighten you up, so get you out of that funk. And how do you feel? I cannot even describe how quickly the change was. Like as soon as I put the peppermint on my scalp and started breathing it, my nasal passages opened up, Mm -hmm. which then allowed more oxygen in, which then immediately changed. Like, the cloud went away. The head pounding went away. Um, Then the orange, like, brightened me up, and I felt this transition within, like, four minutes, three minutes. I mean, it was crazy (laughs) how quickly it worked. So I'm still kind of in shock, and I feel great now. Yeah. I think it's really important that we, like, this episode is airing with you right now, like, here, just so that we um, remember to tune into our body. Mm. And not only just to tune into our body, but know how to address the issues before they become chronic conditions Mm. or, um, you know, like, 
acute ailments that like now you're having a migraine. Like you always have to like tune into your body and be like, well, how am I feeling right now? Why am I feeling off? And what can I do to, to not get worse? And like, um, I was just reading something on Instagram of a friend who, um, posted this thing saying, um, I just felt a teeny bit off today. Mm. And so I decided to use essential oils and take some elderberry syrup. And like generally people would be like, oh no, like it's fine. I won't be sick. But if you take it at the very first sign of that illness, Mm -hmm. you can avoid the illness. Exactly. Or shorten the cold or lessen that severity. Yeah. Um, So tuning into your body even when it's the slightest bit off. And I think generally the only way that we can do that, like know when it's just a teeny bit off, mm. is when we tune into our body. Absolutely. Because otherwise our body's going to just scream at us and be like, yo, I'm telling you, I'm sick. Like, right. And then you basically and are you're like already, out. You're, you're out for the count at that point. And exactly. now it's going to take so much more to get you back to where you need to be. Totally. So yeah, I'm pretty amazed right now and I'm really feeling good. So, um... That is a cool little story, and it it was crazy that it all worked out that way. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoy the episode, guys. This podcast is dedicated to women in all seasons of life who want to live with more intention, joy, and inspiration. Pull up a seat and gather with us around the modern bonfire as we explore our curiosities, exchange stories, and tune into our soul's true purpose. We're so glad you're here. Let's share, connect with each other on a deeper level, and create a community of strong, empowered women. This is Bonfire Babes. So today, we are going to be talking about, this is an episode that we have been wanting to do for a while, and so we're going to be talking about tuning into your body and the idea that you only get one. You only get one body. And in this lifetime. In this lifetime. And so what you, how you choose to honor that body and the decisions and habits that you make on a day-to-day basis um, will either impact you in a positive or a negative way. And so what we have really been experiencing and 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 working through is how do we tune in to our intuition and the messages that our body gives. And so if we really tune in to our bodies and connect to our higher being, we are able to nourish our body in a way that's much deeper than anything, than like the 10 ways to lose weight or the restrictive diets that we see Mm -hmm being flashed in our faces all the time. Yeah, like, the media definitely has a lot to play yeah. with our with our ego, yes. right? Like our ego is so like, oh yeah, I don't want to be like that, you know? Exactly. Like it's so judgmental. So tuning yeah. into our intuition really frees us from that judgment, yeah. um, you know, and allows us to be more mindful about what we, what we do to our bodies, number one, and then what we intake into our bodies, yep. right? Yep, And so... By connecting to that higher being, we can slow our minds 
which is telling us, you know, we need to be this way. How many times have we, you know, how many carbs, grams of carbs did you eat today? And really just slowing down and being more present in our bodies and asking ourselves, like, how did that make us feel? Mm -hmm. How did that food feel when we ate it? Yeah, and part of that journey is honoring the body that you have and not feeling less than or too much of or right like not feeling like that at all but honoring the body that you're in and then saying what what feels good yep and I feel like society often tells us that we need to put our careers before how we feel about our body we need to put our families before that we need to put our success before that that our families and our success and our careers are much more important than how our bodies feel. Right. And that it is your job to just basically ignore any signs or symptoms that your body is saying you need and just put in 110% on everything else. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I mean, if we aren't sleeping and we're not nourishing our bodies and we're not in tune to our higher being, I mean we are basically disconnecting from our, from the very vessel that we're in. Yeah. And that disconnection leads to depression. It can lead to anxiety. It can lead to... Um, addictive behaviors. Addictive behaviors. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and an exhaustion, yeah. really. Um, and we can go, you know, weeks or years But not knowing something. that it's exhaustion, right? Right. Not knowing that it's exhaustion, but just thinking, like, this is the way that it is. Yeah, exactly. Because, like, tuning in would make you go, like, whoa, I'm exhausted right now. Yep. Instead of just being, like, ugh, like, another day, like, you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, and we've normalized exhaustion. Correct, yeah. And stress. And stress, yeah, Mm -hmm. we've normalized it. And I think that um, part of our journey is just to really slow down and get deeper uh, connected with our inner being and what our intuition is saying our body needs. Yeah. I think one thing that we want to definitely highlight is this, this kind of mindset, mindset shift Mm. where, um, we want to love and honor our bodies. Um, and by loving and honoring them, we're working out Mm -hmm. or we're, and it's not necessarily working out, but like just getting movement in or eating the right things. So instead of being like, at the gym and you're like sweating and people look miserable at the gym. Yeah. Right. And I think that those people, this is just my perspective, but I believe that those people who look miserable at the gym are the people who are working out because they hate their bodies. Yeah. And they're just like, I'm working out cause I hate my body. I hate my body. I need to like, I need to, I'm I need not to enough. look like this. I'm, I'm not, not enough. enough. Right. I'm not it, enough. Like the I'm root not enough. is I'm not enough. Yeah. Versus. Yeah. Like. There are some people who work out because they love their bodies. Yeah. Right? They yeah. love, um, they love, they just love their bodies and so they want to do the things that make their body feel good. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. we are blessed with these muscles that allow us to move. So now yeah. I'm going to work out because I love my body and I want it to work at its best function. Yeah. Versus trying to be like, am I healthy or not healthy? Am I thin or am I fat? Like, those are all egoic um, thoughts that come up, right? Yeah. Um, same thing goes for food, right? Like I, I eat 
this because I love my body. Mm -hmm. I'm nourishing my body. I think we've talked about that in a previous episode where, like, we, um, you know, are just positively putting positive intention into our food and nourishing our body. Yeah. Um, because, you know, and because we love it, not because we hate it. Yeah. And restricting things. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Yeah, I think um, my first experience with exercise that I truly felt like getting really in touch with my inner being was through yoga. Mm -hmm. And I then took it to another level where I started exploring weightlifting. And there's something about weightlifting that I just feel so powerful. Let me just interject and say yeah. that Felicity was not a bodybuilder. No. Because <laughs> I think a lot of people have that conception, yeah. or that misconception, that weightlifting equals, like, bodybuilding, where you're like, whew, you know? No. Like, like, bodybuilding. No, it's just lifting weights. Yeah, lifting weights. And you, the, the effect is not bulking. The effect is just you get more compact. Mm -hmm. Everything just becomes more compact and you feel powerful and strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what I love about it. I love leaving the gym feeling really powerful. And I think that this, in my experience, the same has been for food. Like when I go and spend most of my time in the produce aisle and just fill my cart full of colorful vegetables and fruits, I'm feeling, I already know how I'm going to feel when I consume those. Mm -hmm. I'm going to feel powerful. Mm -hmm. um, and it's not that I'm only eating vegetables and fruit, but it's my main focus. When I go to the grocery store, it's what kind of cool vegetables or what am I going to spoil myself with today on like what produce looks the best and I focus on that. Mm -hmm. Why? Because it makes me feel more mo most powerful. Mm -hmm. Um and it, that's what you're focusing on yeah. is the feeling that you get when you eat those things, yeah. not the end result of what your body will look like. Exactly. It's how you feel inside. Yep. Yep, exactly. Yeah. And I know how I feel when I eat mostly carbs and and meat. Mm -hmm. When I eat mostly carbs and meat for a full week, I'm exhausted by the end of the week. Mm -hmm. When I eat mostly vegetables and protein, I feel powerful and strong and I have lots of energy. So I've just, and I, I encourage everyone and anyone to just experiment with what feels good for them. Mm -hmm. Like it's not a one, one way is the highway. No, because everybody's body is different. Yep. Everyone's going to get, ex in yeah. Different environments and different activity levels and you know. Exactly. Yeah, and so my experience with kind of intuitive, intuitive, um, tuning into your body is really like restrictive diets and intuitive eating. Um, you know, intuitive eating is not a diet. Um, it's just tuning into your body and your intuition, really, but tuning into your body and saying... Does this feel good? How does this make me feel? How does this make me feel? Not does this feel good. Because mm -hmm. I feel like that might be a judgment. But how does this make me feel? And when we're on these like restrictive diets, what happens is like, like let's say like sugar, right? Mm -hmm. P.S. Sugar is like the new anti-whatever. It used to be don't eat carbs, right? That was like the last big push, I feel mm -hmm. like. Like go on the Atkins diet and the South Beach diet and all these things that restrict your carbs. Mm -hmm. That gave carbs a ton of power. 
mm-hmm. and it made it more desirable mm-hmm. and it made us kind of like binge on it when we did have it. We were like, <gasps> like just mm-hmm. suck it down, you know, and it help, it like makes us all yo-yo when we're mm-hmm. um, not feeling worthy, right? Mm-hmm. When we're on diets because diets really restrict anything. If, if, if any program restricts you from eating a certain food group or eating a certain um, item, mm-hmm. that's not intuitive eating. Because it's not coming from themselves saying, this food doesn't make me feel good. Right. It's coming from some outside source saying, you can't eat X. Right. And when that happens, there's a shift that happens in our brain that goes like, no, I can't have it. I can't have those cookies. Or I can't have, I can't have. And that's not to, right? That's not to say that you don't eat cookies. Right. (laughs) Right? Yeah. But you just don't eat like a whole tray of cookies. Right. It's all about balance and knowing how it's going to make me feel. Right. So these restrictive diets restrict our our brains and mm-hmm. and keep us closed off from certain doors. And then we go, well, what's behind that door? Right. And and, and now now I want to know and now I'm so hungry for yeah. the thing. And when we when we're hungry for the thing, like in general in terms of the law of attraction, right? When we're hungry for the thing, we're just going to keep being hungry for the thing. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. we're just going to keep wanting the carbs. Instead of, like, maybe you don't have a ton of pasta. Maybe you just have a little bit of pasta. Exactly. Or a little bit of sugar. And then tune into yourself. So, let's say, let's take cookies as an example. You can eat, you you just decide, like, I feel like a cookie right now. So, give yourself that cookie. Allow yourself to have the cookie Mm-hmm. Not for any reason, not to reward yourself, mm-hmm. not because when you reward yourself, that's still like you're giving it power because now right. it's like making it's you feel, gift. right, it's the gift. So just because you want it, not because you earned it, not because you deserve it for any reason, but give yourself the cookie because let's say everybody's having it. So give yourself the cookie and then decide, how do I feel now? Mm-hmm. Do, I, do I want another cookie? Did, did that feel good? Did that, did I accomplish that feeling, you know, yep. of like, am I satiated? Yep. And if you are, then that's it. And if yeah. not, then have another one and don't beat yourself up. Right. Um, that's really big. Mm-hmm. So another thing that I wanted to talk about was kind of like the media's presence in terms of your body, um, and not being in tune with it and having that kind of presence. So, a lot of times, um, specifically with pregnancy um, and motherhood, we are told, like, or we're, we're fed the, the message that, like, you got to get your body back after your kid. Hmm. But what's to say that, you, like, when did we ever lose our body? When did we ever disconnect from our body? Yeah. Like, just because we've become pregnant that now we're disconnected from our body? Yeah, that's wild, right? Like, that's just a wild thought to have. Like, why are we all disconnected? Like, no, I am back. Like, I've always had my body. Exactly. This is is a beautiful body that I have. Exactly. And think of the amazing things that it's accomplished through pregnancy. Like, you literally have, like, given life. You've made it. You've created it. And now you're sustaining it, you know, outside of you. And, um,. I, for me personally, like when I was pregnant, I was the most in tune with my body. Mm. That was like me at peak, 
peak, peak, peak time. And I think a lot of people get lost in the like, oh, I'm pregnant now, so I get to eat for two. And that's just like not how it works. Maybe you do need more carbs or maybe you do need more protein or maybe like whatever your body wants. Like mm-hmm. maybe you do need a little bit more because you are creating mm-hmm. a whole another human in there. Um, but it's really about being in touch with your body and your intuition and not feeling like that media influence of like, you've got to get that, that, get rid of that mom bod or dad bod. That's a new thing. Yeah. Like that can really mess people up in their, they can mess their egos up that can really hurt their, um, their minds and their bodies in the long run, you know, making them feel like at that root that they're not enough. Yeah, and I think it also leads to addictive personalities because if you're completely disconnected from your intuition and you're letting your ego drive everything, you're basically desperate and you're, you're working out of desperation and easily can fall into addictions of all kinds. Yeah. Um, and so... And there are some people who are actually addicted to diets. Oh, yeah. You know? And they're, so the yo-yo, it's like the binging part of it, right? Is that they're like, they don't eat anything for like two weeks because they know that they're going to drop like five pounds. And then when they come off of that, they have like special, they go to like an event or something where they needed to drop the weight and then they just like pack on the pounds again. Yeah. And and that yo-yo, our bodies never want to be in yo-yo of any sort of way, right? Balance. It's all about balance and homeostasis and like just a nice flow. Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. Speaking of flow, (laughs) um, water intake is something that's super important um, for our bodies. Um, One, because uh, water is a conductor of energy. Yes. And it can help the energy in our bodies flow more effectively and more, we can channel more energy um, to, to help our bodies balance itself. And every cell at that cellular level is relying on water for functioning. Mm -hmm. And so the minute we get dehydrated, every cell is not working at its optimum. And so that puts a a huge stressor on all of our organs, on our digestive system, on our mind and the way we think, on the way we're able to handle stressors that come into our lives. If we are dehydrated, everything is is um stressed it's taking taking a toll yeah well we are 60 percent water mm-hmm. so that's we are more than half made up of water and so when that's depleted we can't do all of those things like our bodies just can't do all of those things and so it, it hangs on to the water that we have and we like literally shrivel up now plants are they're the same, right? They're 60% water, but like the way that their structures work is that they can't create that chlorophyll and they can't feed themselves. So parts of it will die off because the, the system of a plant is totally different than the system of a body. And it's like very, our arms don't just like fall off and die because we stop drinking water. Right. But, but it's very visible in a plant. Exactly. And I think it is, if it were more visible in humans, we would drink more water. Absolutely. But it's not visible. But it is sort of visible if you think about it, Felicity. Like, let's say, like, if you drink a ton of water. Yeah. Like, the hydration level that you feel or that you can see in somebody's face. Yeah. Or in their skin. Is, yeah. Is 
palpable. Like, you can yeah. see it on somebody. Yeah. You can tell when somebody's dehydrated yeah. versus when somebody's not. Yeah. Or someone who maybe only drinks coffee for 20 years. You and can look a at diuretic. them. Yeah, you could look at them and say, you've been dehydrated for a very long time. Yeah. Like, you can just tell. In and alcohol. Yeah, like, yeah. all these things that, like, suck the water from us are salty foods, high sodium, things like yep. that. Yep. Yeah, I, um, I'm not sure if I've been doing it lately. I have a huge Hydro Flask, and I try to drink three of them a day. But when I was drinking a gallon of water a day, it changed my life. Like, I felt I had more energy than I had ever had before. Um, I just, it was incredible. The amount, I, I definitely... Well, it's um, flushing out all of those toxins, like, because yeah. you're peeing constantly, right? Yeah. And it's, it's giving those toxins, it's giving that... Um, that system in your body, a perfect and well-oiled or well-watered, lubricated, <laughs> lubricated yeah. system, like delivery system to get that out instead yeah. of like concentrating it, you know, and your pee yeah. is like dark orange or whatever, yeah. right? And yeah. then your pee is like the color of water because it's coming out in small increments throughout the day, not yeah. in, like, a big shot. And know? all of your organs are working at, like, optimum levels, and you're able to yeah, think and process. Mm-hmm. Everything is just cleaned. So I definitely challenge anyone who wants just to do a reboot, just start drinking a gallon of water a day. And you can, like, so you can add things to your water, and it'll yeah. still work. Coffee's not a good example of this. <laughs> Tea is not a good example of this. Yeah. Um, they're diuretic, sort of, so they just, like, pass right through you, and they kind of dehydrate you. But um, you can add things that also add nutrition to your water. So you can add um, citrus, cucumber, herbs, fruits, like, anything to, like... Switch it up. Switch it Make up it and change your water. Um, because I know it can be hard for a lot of people. Like, for me personally, like... I love plain water. I just yeah. do. I love plain sparkling water. Like, I don't need anything to go in my water, but I know of so many people who do. Yeah. And especially, like, let's say you're drinking soda or um, juice all the time. You can cut it, you know, a little bit, and then just start intaking water. If you're, a, um, if you're somebody who, like, needs to have soda, I would suggest um, dropping down to, like, a LaCroix, maybe, you know, yeah. like something that with less sugar, that's more water. Um, and then from there, dropping down to like a plain water. And then from there, dropping a regular water. Yeah. Like a plain, we call it bubble water in my house, bubble water. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and just really focusing on getting that quantity in. And I think that um, one way I've heard of doing it is like putting lines on your water bottle so that you know how much you need to drink throughout yeah. the day or setting a, uh, an a alarm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a timer on your phone. I think there are probably some apps. There should be. That like alert you to like, okay, it's time to drink some water. Yeah. It's like going back to preschool, right? Yeah. Like, all right, everybody, it's water time. Yeah. <laughs> like, and setting that norm like off, like starting right off the bat. Yeah. And like redoing it now as adults, you know? Yeah, I think we get told that productivity and what you're doing in your day is more important than your health routines. And I think that that comes down to, like, for instance, one time I had asked you, like, who are you? Mm. Right? And generally we all respond with what we do. Mm -hmm. Not who we are. Yeah. Because who we are is not what we do. Right. 
right? But that's what, that's how we see ourselves and how we value ourselves. Yeah. It's like, here's what I do with my day. Right. Not who are you as a person. Right. Which is a totally different question. Right. Right? But and, if, I think that if you're following your intuition and you're connected to your inner being, that that becomes, I am a being of love. And then we're right. all beings of love. We're like, we're not our roles. Love. We're not our, like, the roles we play. Mm-hmm. We're not the... Because a role is the same thing as a job. Exactly. Right? Like, I'm not just a mother. Like, it, yeah. they're components of who we are. Yeah. But, like, if you're, like... Um, like, I, I could say I'm a teacher. That's a component of who I am. Mm-hmm. It's following my heart. It's mm-hmm. part of very close to my heart position. But is it all that I am? Absolutely no. not. I'm also a traveler. Mm-hmm. That's part of me. I mean, so I think that, you know, not not limiting ourselves to just who we are or what roles we're playing right now, but mm-hmm. focusing more on that, like, we are our intuition and our inner being. And that if we're connected to that, it's going to keep us healthy. We're going to be able to create habits of health. Yeah, for sure. Um, definitely when you're nursing, Mm. um, you become, at least for me, um, I've become really hyper aware of my water intake. I've always drinking, I've always, drinking? Drink. Drank. I've always drank. That sounds weird to me. Anyway, I've always, (laughs) I'm kidding, I'm kidding. (laughs) I've always drinking. Um, I've always enjoyed a lot of water. I'm going to avoid the word now. (laughs) I've always enjoyed a lot of water, um, generally like throughout my whole life. But then as I've nursed my kids, your hydration level really, um, shows in the milk that you produce. Mm. So if you're not drinking enough water, you're going to be nursing. And first of all, your body is going to give everything it has to that to your kid first, Mm. like as you're nursing. So all of the nutrition, everything in your body will go to them. And then your body will be like, okay, what's left? (laughs) Um, but if you don't drink a lot, then your child can be, um, wanting more and crying and frustrated because they need more liquid. Like it's not Mm. enough. You're not producing enough. So it's super important as, like, a nursing mother to really up your intake from what you're used to drinking Mm -hmm. because your toxins come out in your breast milk as well. So, like, detoxing is 100%, like, not advised during pregnancy. It's Mm. definitely, like, any sort of detox is not okay Mm. um, during pregnancy. So, uh, because those toxins exit through breast milk, So if you're drinking a lot of water, any toxins that naturally release will be diluted enough so that, Mm. like, it's not, like, you know, so so heavy in toxins. Mm -hmm. Mm So just a little note that I wanted to add there. Love it. So our body is constantly regenerating, and we're constantly expanding both our minds and our bodies. And we're very highly malleable. Um, I once dated a bodybuilder, and he was always so um, non-judgmental about the way people's bodies were, because he realized the concept of how malleable our bodies can be. Meaning, it really just takes certain things to make our bodies look certain ways. 
And I think it's mind shift. And it's a mind shift of realizing that, like, this isn't a battle. No. This isn't a battle. This is... It can be a challenge. It can be a challenge sure. if it's not something you're accustomed to, but it's just getting accustomed to lifestyle decisions. I think it's always a challenge and that you can decide how you meet the challenge. You're either going to be true. like... You're like, yeah, let's get through this challenge. Or you're going to be like, holy crap, that's challenging. Like, I'm scared of it. Right? right it's about right. how you embrace the challenge. Right. Instead and of, like, it's like leaning into the challenge versus being like, woo, like leaning back in and a way. I, But I think also once your body gets accustomed, like if you're a soccer player and you play soccer every day, soccer is less of a challenge. Yeah. And your body is just used to that exercise and it just loves it. It soaks it up. So getting past that hump of it being, feeling like a really hard challenge and more of it being like, this is what I do to feel great. Mm-hmm. This is like what my body thrives on. Right. Well, everybody thrives on something different, right? Definitely. Like, yeah. So... Like for me, it's not soccer and it's not riding a bicycle, but for you. I love spinning. I cannot do that I, spin. I well, can't. It's hard to say. I hate it. Well, yeah. <laughs> you hate it, but I you hate love it. I hate it when I'm in Yeah, exactly. Like I hate it when I'm in it. Yeah. Where... For me, spin is, like, painful. It's painful. It is yeah. not nice and, like, enjoyable. It's not, like, this leisurely thing. Right. The challenge of it super excites me. The The music and the engagement, like, really excites me. Um, and the whole time, I'm just saying this mantra to myself, like, just push through it. Just push through it. Just push through it. A little bit more. So it's like it's a meditation. An hour. So it becomes a meditation, right? It yeah. becomes this mantra, this meditation that, like, blocks all other thoughts out. Yeah. And just allows me to focus on literally what I'm doing. So, like, they'll be like, all right, we're going to do this 30-second hill climb. And I can think to myself, 30 seconds, I can do this. 30 seconds, I can do this. Like, it's right. just 30 seconds. Right. And, like, just pound through it instead of being, like, right. I don't know. It's, that's me, yeah. right? And for yeah. you. For me, it's, like, miserable the all, all the way through, <laughs> and then I'm miserable at the end. Like, there's just never a point of... <laughs> Happiness in that in that uh, graph. Um, but for me, I love you know lifting weights, or I love going to yoga, right? Or um, you know try. But those are mostly the two. <laughs> <laughs> I was like trying to scratch another one. I'm like uh. hiking. Hiking. I was just gonna put hiking in there, but not too fast, not too hot, not too intense. But yeah, I love hiking. <laughs> Um, not like running, hiking. I'm not a runner for sure, but I yeah. have heard the thing, the thing about like there being a wall yes. with running, yes. right? Where yes. like it sucks all the uh, way up until you hit the wall. Yeah. And then once you break through the wall, yeah. then you can just like stride. And I've had moments in my life, like usually when I'm like angry or like frustrated where like running, like I've entered the gym and I go, what do I want to do? I just want to run. Yeah. Yeah. And no, then I'm I insane. ran at like seven and a half miles per hour for like 20 minutes, which is unreal yeah. for me, yeah. right? Like I was just going to say this thing um, that I don't have a runner's body, but even that is like a thought that yeah. I want to erase from my mind. Like yeah, I like just, my decided, intuition, yeah, my intuition just went run- like, no, no, no. What does that even mean, yeah. a runner's body? Who decided who what body is a runner's body? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, but and yeah, so I generally wouldn't say that, but like there have been times where that's what I needed and that's what I wanted. And so yeah. I listened to that part yes. of myself and did it. And yeah. that definitely the treadmill is not my happy place, but that's what I needed at that time. Yep. 
And I think then once you start doing more different kinds of exercise and you start pushing yourself more and more, you get to play with that wall Mm -hmm. that exists. And you're like, nope, today that wall isn't going to get me. I'm going to pass that wall. And then you start playing with like, ooh, okay, yep, today I'm letting that wall get me. You know, or however you're feeling. Yeah, and it's all about listening to your intuition. Yeah, yeah. What What is the... Is it the gym today? Yeah. Or is it just being outside? Or is yeah. it just doing a meditative practice in my home? Yeah. Or is it, you know, we are just constant, our our needs are constantly mm-hmm. changing all the time because our bodies are constantly changing all the time and the universe is ever expanding. So we're either moving, we're either expanding with it or we're stagnant. Yeah. Those are the two positions we have because yeah. we can't go back. Yeah. So it's either that we're like stuck and stagnant yeah. or we're expanding. And so... We, we just need to tap into that intuition and be like, what feels good today? Yeah. In every moment. And especially in terms of our bodies with exercise and food and hydration and what we put into it, what we put into it physically and emotionally and mentally, you know, just like, I feel like every episode we ever have like runs down to like, listen to your intuition, tap into that. Yeah. And, and trust it. Yeah. And I think also have, have fun, like have fun with it. Like pushing that line or, or saying like just figuring out what feels really good. Mm-hmm. And it looks different for everybody and that's totally good. It's totally yeah. okay. Yeah. And there it is guys. Thank you so much for listening as always. And we hope that you find yourself listening to your body and we would love to hear from you on Instagram um, about what that process looks like for you. Yeah, find us on Instagram. Our handle is at Podcast. Um, we would love it if you could give us a shout out, share when you're listening to it, tag us, um, send us an email, or um, visit our website and get to know us a little bit better that way. Because that's how we get to know you and that's important to us. Yeah, we definitely want to cultivate this cool community of, I want to say strong empowered women, but that's <laughs> um, But for real, we want to cultivate a community um, of high vibe peeps that just vibrate on the same level as us. And um, yeah, leave us a review on iTunes so that we can do this more and that this these episodes get seen more. Um, that would be awesome and we would super, super appreciate it. But, um, that's it for us, I think. And we'll see you next week. Thanks so much for tuning in. We love having you with us and we're so thankful for your presence. We wish you all the best love and light. Bye.